Rowdy Ags. AP here from the tailgate, home of Aggie football. Brought to you by Frida Homes, building an Aggie dreams. FridaHomes.com. Visit them on the web. Take a look at some of their work. Don't forget to email us at agstailgate at gmail.com. Give us some commentary. Let us know what you think. If you've got some questions, some comments, you just want to talk some shit. Go ahead and email us. Let us know. You can also post on the YouTube channel. Comment on the uh, on the podcast and the show, and we will try to address those comments on on the air. Corey, what's up? What's up, buddy? I'm just sitting here with my boy. Dude. Colton's just in the room with me. He's over here uh, wearing his Aggie shirt, just chilling out. Come here, Colt. You want to show everybody your Aggie shirt? There he is. Went to there he is. To, what's up, Colt? We went to the Aggie practice the other day and. He wore his little Aggie shirt and he got a little hot, so he had to leave early. But he's he's gonna be an Aggie fan. It was warm. We did attend the Aggie practice. Uh, uh, Colton and Cameron both uh, both in attendance out there. Yeah, Cam with, Cam with wasn't the, Cam's not the, the biggest tailgate. fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, O Cam O Cam will do whatever he can to uh, spend some time on the uh, on the iPad iPad or in the AC. That is correct. No, hey, I ain't mad at him. Mm-mm. Uh, look, man, hey, practice. I, I enjoyed the hell out of practice yesterday, man. Four thirty, man. They went for a lot longer than I thought they would. You know, I figured two and a half open, hours. Yeah. yeah, I thought open. They may be out there for an hour open or something like that, man. And they 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 went ahead and got after it. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I did too. I think they should do it more so often. I really want to thank Jimbo and the staff and the guys for uh, you know putting on a good show for the fans. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't really look around too much. I didn't feel like there was a ton, a ton of people there. But man, you can get a lot. You can learn a lot from uh, from watching uh, from watching one of those experiences. You know what I mean? I like not having a ton of people there. I mean, I thought it was nice. We could actually sit there and get good seats and good parking and in and out. And 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 space to spread out, man. Because you know, yeah, exactly. a big guy like me likes the little elbow room, right? The little elbow room. So today's the show, man. It's going to be all about practice, man. It's all going to be all about practice. Yeah, we talking about practice, right? We talking about practice. You know, a couple of first, just initial thoughts. Some of the guys, there were some guys out. You know, probably with small injuries. We didn't really get a report as far as. You know what the status was, whether it was day to day, but most of these guys are probably sort of day to day. Anias is one of those guys um, that's that's been out. You know, he's a guy that doesn't really need the reps. Even even not in pads, he was out there getting some mental reps and doing his thing. Actually, he almost looked like a coach on the sideline at times. Um, Foster, another guy that didn't participate, and uh, I don't know that I saw him on the field at all. Uh, so he he was out. Uh, Chappelle, uh, that's one of our starting corners, uh, looked like he may have a little bit of a, an injury issue. Uh, he looked like he was limping a little bit around. Uh, Walter Nolan, one of the freshmen coming in, was not in pads. He looked like he was moving okay, so it's probably sort of a minor thing. Uh, Marshall, the freshman wide receiver, big-time five-star guy, also – 
also not in pads. But once again, moving around pretty well. Didn't look like it was anything serious. Uh, and we haven't got any reports from Jimbo with regards to sort of the severity of that. Um, so some guys that did not participate. There's there, there's others. Um, during the practice, it looked like Miles Jones took a pretty good injury. Uh, I mean, they he needed help getting off the field, and they put him in the tent, and he they they took him in in for for test during practice. So, you know, unfortunately, Miles, a guy that's been injured quite a bit throughout his tenure here at A and M, uh, it'd have been nice to have him on the field. Uh, because of his experience and, and the, you know, the, the, the ability to sort of, you know, get out there and, and use his length, especially um, mm-hmm. in coverage. But uh, I, I certainly hope he, he gets an opportunity to come back, but it didn't, it didn't look great for him. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was a knee or an ankle. I don't know what it was. I haven't heard anything about it either. Yeah. Um, another sort of quick observation here i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dwell on this one too much but eli stowers right is done oh yeah you kept saying that yesterday like he wasn't talking to anybody he's just in his own little on an island almost <clears throat> he was in full pads he was in the full workout gear he was at the practice he did not take one single snap in practice number one number two the guy wasn't even engaged. It's not like he was paying attention to reps. It's not like he was talking to the other players. It's not like he was sort of consulting back and forth with the quarterbacks, the coaches, anything of that nature. He was on off his, off on his own in his own little world. Every once in a while, somebody would come talk to him, but he was really not interested in being there. It didn't look like. I bet. I bet he enters the transfer portal. And I wouldn't be surprised if it happened before the season started. Oh, yeah. I think it happened before this week's over. Yeah, that's how soon I think it's going to be. He's, um, he didn't take a rep at all. No, and, it, you know, even if he was – if he's still, you know, recovering from the surgery and injury and everything else, even in those situations and he was will, wanting to stay on this team, you'd think he'd be more involved as far as – you know, at least participating in the coaching back and forth, right? Getting mental reps or, you know, something of that nature. But he, he hadn't, he wanted nothing to do with it. Well, I mean, he's what, fifth on the depth chart right now, it looks like, between the quarterbacks. I mean, you got Johnson, King, Wegman, and even, who was it, Boast ahead of him? Boast, Boast, who got, you know, he got the, yeah, he got the fourth team reps uh, all day yesterday, right? So, yeah, that, I think Eli is going to be gone somewhere um, else. So, let's talk about the quarterbacks, and let's start right there with the quarterbacks, Corey. Yeah. Let's start Let's start right there with the quarterbacks because, you know, we we did see a lot yesterday from the quarterbacks. You know, they, like you said, four men, four, four guys really taking the reps, uh, starting with Haynes King, Max Johnson, uh, Connor, and then Boast as well. And the way Jimbo does it, as you know, he'll have – First team over on this side of the field, second team on the other side of the field, third team with the first team, and sort of the fourth with the with the third. So he's got two groups going on this different sides of the field. Um, each of them sort of split up, uh, and I know that he's been rotating the first group, but they do it day to day, not 
rep to rep, right? So right. on Sunday, Haynes King took all the reps with the first team, right? I, well, Connor took a, a few because he was on that same side of the field. Yeah. And then Max Johnson and Boast were on the opposite side of the field, taking the reps with the second second and fourth sort of groups, right? Right. And so, but on a the next practice, during the next practice, they'll they'll flip that. That's what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. They get Max over here with 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 the first group. They'll take Haynes and put him over there with the second group, and let those guys uh, sort of flip flop a little bit until somebody makes obviously until they make a decision on it. But I thought it was actually already pretty clear. Yeah, I thought it was already pretty clear who the who the starter was going to be and what the situation was going to be with your starting quarterbacks. Corey, I'm going to let you break the news to everybody. Yeah, it's Haynes, Haynes King looks like the starter, but I'll tell you, man, uh, the confidence in my in our quarterback right now for me is not high. I mean, I think they'll be better because the offensive line's better and skill position players are good, but <clears throat> we saw quite a few picks. Yesterday, the secondary looked good. Secondary looks big and fast. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But yeah, quarterbacks were Haynes threw the ball downfield, took some shots, but um, accuracy still not there. Still looks like he's holding the ball a little bit too long. Um, just same thing we had questions about last year. Uh, yep. We didn't see full pads and you know no contact, so we don't know if he's going to take off running. How those legs look. But, you know, he ran like once or twice when I remember, but nothing like his going Well, and he had a big run in this night, but you can't really evaluate that part of his they're game. Not in this. Right. Because they're not – yeah, they're not going to hit him. Um, but I will say this, and, and the reason I let you announce this is because obviously I've been saying Haynes King's going to be the starter since like uh, six months ago. Right? right. But. But like you said, it's day-to-day. They're switching out every week. We don't know if Max is in there – Next practice is a starter, you know. But from what we saw, yeah, yeah. it looks like Haynes. But honestly, I can't look, tell. I, I couldn't tell you that Haynes looked any better than Max, and Max didn't look any better than Haynes. I don't think they – it's not – it's a clear competition. I mean, it's not uh, – I don't think Haynes, in my eyes, did the only thing he did different was maybe throw the ball downfield a little bit more. But his accuracy, it didn't seem like it was there. It doesn't seem like he has a lot of touch on the ball right now. It looks like he's just – forcing it in there and i'll tell you the, the best passer of the three is connor the pure passer i mean if you watch him throw the ball but uh, he's not ready look that, and that, look that's absolutely true look connor is the most natural thrower of the football he's also a really good athlete uh maybe not quite the haynes king level of athlete but he's pretty darn good athlete yeah. Um, and he is the most natural thrower of the football so early during drills when it was Wide receiver, one wide receiver, and one quarterback, and they dropped back and threw the pass. Connor right. looked really good. Yeah. I mean, because he got the ball there. It had nice zip. His, you know, and you can just tell it's sort of effortless when he lets it go. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. As those drills progress to two wide receivers with a read, to guys on both sides, to seven on seven, the team, Connor took a step back a little bit because he still isn't 
fully ready to go through the progressions and he's not as comfortable with the playbook. You can tell. You can tell. Because all those nice, pretty passes, all of a sudden there was some hesitation in his throws, right? There's hesitation in his throws. He's a little late, just like the rest of those guys. He also, all of a sudden, is not quite as accurate because he's thinking. He's thinking. So I think Connor, ultimately, as we've talked about before, is going to be the guy. I think he's, but I just don't think it's this year. I think it's next year. Once that guy is 100% immersed, immersed in his playbook and understands the reads, is comfortable doing all those things, I think he's your guy. For now, I I agree with that totally. And for now, this year, I think it's a two man competition. I think it's Max and it's Haynes. And one of those two guys will be your day one starter. And the reason I say it's Haynes and 100% there's still a competition going on out there. I just don't think it's going to change. The reason I say it's going to be Haynes is for three reasons. Three reasons. One, he knows the playbook better than anybody else. Period. That is clear from yesterday. He's organizing the the, the offense. He's comfortable in the huddle. He knows where people are, are supposed to be moving folks around, doing all those things that you see a quarterback that understands what's going on does, right? Mm -hmm. Two, the message that Jimbo and his offensive guys have been sending all offseason is we're going to be more explosive. We're going to play, put the ball down the field. We're going to do all these things. And the guy that does that is Haynes King. Max Johnson is a guy that's going to throw the ball underneath. He's going to be accurate. He's going to try to get the ball to his playmakers quickly. He did not, but maybe once or or twice, try to get the ball down the field to a receiver. There were several opportunities for him to do so, and he wouldn't do it. Right. Haynes, on the other hand, there was a couple of times when he probably shouldn't have. He still didn't. It didn't, you know. Right. But at the end of the day, He's the only one – he's the one of those two guys that's going to be able to do what Coach Fisher has said is his goal for this year, which is to be a big play offense, right? And Coach and Fisher the third, says that, and, and that's all Coach Fisher talking. But Coach Fisher has to show us. It's not so much – I don't think it's the quarterback. I think it's Coach Fisher's offense is why True. we're not going downfield. It's not – we've had different quarterbacks in the system, and – but the third thing, and the third thing, which I also think is a big one, is he's going to create big plays with his legs. And I know that it, we all saw Johnson run during the spring game. Trust mm-hmm. me, that would have been a different result if it was live and he were able to get hit. He wouldn't have been running like that. Not a chance. Haynes will create big plays with his legs throughout the season. Those are the three mm-hmm. reasons. And I agree with you. Jimbo's got to do something to help him, right? I mean, I'd like to go see him practice again. I wish they did that once a week and did it with the different quarterbacks and the different opportunities because, I mean, listen, they're, uh, I like the way Max does look. He, I think he does a quick progression check. Maybe Haynes. I, Haynes, I didn't see it as much. I don't know if you did. It looks like Haynes already had his mind made up when the ball was snapped where he was going to do. That's what. I, that's what the only thing that makes me that's nervous. Like he said he took some shots downfield. already read – He's already read the defense by the time he takes the snap. That's why. Well, I hope you're right with that. I hope he's already read it, and I hope he's right and makes the right decision because 
You know, we got some talent at defense, but I don't want to put them in bad situations. No, and one thing that you said earlier, and I think all three of these guys did this, and especially they all did it as the once again as things progressed from a one receiver read to a you know full field read, right? Mm -hmm. And that's it. At times they were all late on their throws, so in a situation where they don't see it right away, all of a sudden they're waiting for receivers to get open sometimes, mm -hmm. and, and that applied to Max. That applied to to Haynes as well. And Haynes has got to get a little bit more consistent about getting the ball out at, at the top of his drop right when those guys are breaking. Not after they break, they, they break and they come open, right? That's too right. late. So that's definitely something. But we're a week into practice. So right. it's probably pretty common to be in that situation, right? Right. You said it too. They all threw interceptions. They all oh, threw they all did. Um, they did just so. A interception. I think they all threw a couple interceptions. I mean, the way it was looking, I mean, yeah. it was, and it was balls that were forced in that shouldn't have been thrown. Um, and Jimbo blamed it on the receivers, it looked like, but I'm sure it was quarterback issues. I mean, it, it was a bad decision. Two uh, things. One, of, one of them did hit a, a player's helmet or a defensive player popped it up in the air. I think either against Connor or Haynes. I can't remember which one that was, but I remember that happening. Yeah. And two things with regards to that, Corey. I, I think. One of the things that I do like about Haynes is he gives his receivers a chance to make a play sometimes, you know, right. versus a guy like Max Johnson, if it's a one-on-one -on -one coverage, but the guy's there with him, he's not going to throw it, right? He's right. not going to throw it. Where, uh, you know, we saw on several occasions yesterday, you know, Haynes saw a one-on-one -on -one matchup. Remember the throw to Green, the freshman tight end, right over, over the, the middle? middle? Field, oh, yeah. He just – you know, he was covered. Yeah. He was covered by somebody looking the other way that was about a foot shorter than him, though, right? And Haynes put it exactly where he needed to, up a little high to where this guy could use his body and his hands, and he didn't make the catch. But to me, that's a perfect, that's a perfectly good read and throw. I'll tell you, that green kid, I was very impressed with him. Ah, very impressed. But so... So on that note, let's let's look in let's move into the rest of the offense. I think, you know, quarterback wise, the one thing I will say is I like you also believe that in reality we could probably play any one of these three guys um as long as Jimbo sort of takes care of them and and the rest of the players around them sort of take care of them. So let's right. go to the the players around. Them. Right. Um first thing I'm telling you is dude, this roster has tons of talent like yeah the athletic ability on that field yesterday yeah was out of this world at running back at wide receiver at tight end oh my goodness those dudes were legit yeah i'm talking they could move catch i mean god that kid green at tight end looked really i mean I was really impressed with all the tight ends, to be honest with you. I mean, how big they looked, how fluid. And, I mean, that kid Green, for the most part, he was real fluid in his routes. But uh, even, geez, I mean, all the wide receivers, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to get all those wide receivers on the field. They got so much talent at wide receiver. I mean, that kid Marshall didn't even dress out yesterday. And, you know, he's coming in. Thomas, even in street clothes, even in street clothes, that kid looks good, though. 
Yeah, he does. I mean, he looks tall, lanky. I mean, not real lanky, but he's got, you know, just a freshman. Oh, I mean, I mean, I think I, I bet we have seven or eight receivers, I, maybe I'm, nine I'm, receivers that are trying to buy for playing time. It's going to be hard to get all those guys on the field. I I was, and and we'll get to the receivers. I want to I want to start with the tight ends that you brought up. I'll start with tight ends. Yeah, I fully 100% agree with you, man, on these tight ends. Unbelievable, unbelievable size in that group. Yeah. I mean, those guys, it, it, Jake and uh, the, uh, the the Aussie, Swedia. Aussie or the yeah. Swedish, the Swede guy, right? Uh, Theo, Theo, right? Those two dudes are huge. Huge. I mean, Jake... Jake Johnson looks like a Gronk type receiver, dude. The guy just he, stands out amongst. All I, I agree with you about him standing out. I, I I just didn't see his hands in there like I did with Green and those other guys. I don't know if I had my head turned watching the other players whenever he ran his routes. I mean, I saw it looked like he didn't run the right route one time, and Jimbo got on him. He like made a second cut that he wasn't supposed to. But well, I was they're, more impressed they're with Green. Right? I mean, yeah, he's freshman. And that Aussie guy, I mean, is he a freshman? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude's huge. I mean, he's 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 right there with uh he's right there with Johnson, man. He's big. And even those other tight ends that like didn't uh don't get a lot of yeah. news. Yeah. They're they're big. I mean Smith and uh Wright, you know, who played last year, but Smith was big. Uh there's a couple other ones. I mean, geez. Right, right. Right, right is clearly their number one guy in the sense that he's going to be the blocking guy, the reliable guy, the guy that right. they're going to get after. But one of those guys is going to get on the field with Wright to be the more explosive, big play kid on the on the receiving end of stuff, right? That's definitely one Johnson of those guys. I think probably Johnson or Green. I think Theo probably needs another year to get used to you know the American style football college. He's he's coming from Europe, right? I mean, there's a big, big difference from even the high school ranks here to what he was probably competing against. Was he number 86? There. 86. Garza, another guy that was on the field. Huh? Who was 82? Garza. Okay. Another guy, another guy that was on the field a bunch yesterday, had some, had some good reps. Blake's, you know, Blake Smith, another guy. I mean, yeah. that's sort of what I'm talking about with this tight end group. As at the end of the day, there's just a ton of talent at that tight end. I group. mean, it's almost like having two different teams, man. You can almost run two different offenses. And I'm not talking first team, second team, but I'm talking like a one A and a one B. Like Jimbo could almost be like, all right, y'all get out and let's rotate the next offense in. I yeah, mean, it's, just it's keep crazy. them fresh because they don't yeah, make keep it them fresh. Seriously, I. I was thoroughly impressed with the size of that group, man. I was impressed with the number of quality options out of the tight ends, and I think that's going to be a huge part of, obviously, the program going forward and everything that they're doing. Like you said, Green is absolutely a natural, natural pass catcher and route runner. I mean, he looks smooth out there. He looks smooth. No, I agree with you, man. His hands look soft. He... uh... Ran good routes. I mean, he's got speed. Um, and then Johnson, like you said, I, I didn't see it in Johnson as much as I did Green. I mean, Green looked like he could almost be a wide receiver. I mean, he looked so good in his routes. Now, he didn't look like Stewart. I, I or, thought Johnson looked excellent. I, and I'll tell you this. I also I, – I really did. I kept thinking, man, this guy just reminds me of Gronk. 
Yeah, what you said that quite monster. a few times. What a monster. Like and and knew knows how to use his body when trying to body up defenders right. Mm-hmm. Right and that's gonna be the, the big thing. Get the ball. I mean just I, And that's gonna I, be a big thing with quarterback play if they know how to get him the ball when he does body it up. Because you gotta throw the ball like to that. a spot. It's not so much you know what I'm saying? You're not Yeah, use the size. Yeah, it's like when a guy posts somebody up, you throw it to his hand and not his you know, not right to his body. No, and that's absolutely. you know that's I didn't see a lot of that yesterday. It seems like some of them were rushing their throws. If, if the defense would have been live no, and hitting those quarterbacks, I, I, I think a few talk, of those. I just talked I think, about one time when Haynes King threw it to Green using his body, and Green couldn't make the catch. So, well, Green, I hear you, but yeah, I think, uh, like I said, I don't think Haynes puts a lot of touch on those balls. I think he he zips it in there a lot. A lot of what we saw with Calzada last year. I'm worried about that. I'm telling you. That's what I uh, saw. Here's the one thing. That ball didn't need a ton of touch because it was right in the <clears> middle of the field. It, it was it was a it was a pretty tight window, but I thought it was the right read. Well, you gotta throw a catchable ball. That's something they've always said. You gotta throw a ball that's very catchable. So let's go. Calzada didn't throw a catchable ball last year. Huh? <laughs> What's that? Let let's move to the other pass catchers. I, I I thought it was a great throw. I thought it was a great throw. All right. The wide receivers, my friend. Because you heard me, I was like gushing, gushing about one guy in particular. Do you remember who that was? Well, you're real gushy about Achain for a long time. But Evan Stewart, cow, you talked about Stewart a lot. in Texas, my friend. Huh? Rain in Texas. Something? I know your screen's getting all, I can hardly hear you or see you, to be honest There's with you. There's rain going on out here in Texas. I think that's hurting your internet connection. Yeah, it's probably the rain. Seriously, I mean you're blurred out, and I can hear hardly uh, hear very you. Very likely. Um, but no, Evan Evan Stewart looked good. So he's quick. I mean, his in in and out of his cuts is quick. But uh, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of receivers, man. I'm talking. We can go on and on days for about these receivers. They're impressive. They're it's the best group I've seen. They are impressive. Since I've and been look, around. Evan Stewart. Evan Stewart is a difference maker from day one. You can see it on the field. He's fast mm-hmm. over the top. He's fast underneath. He's he's sudden, quick. Everything's on a dime, man. Everything's on a freaking dime. And when you see him practice, he does everything with purpose, right? Right. Everything is done with purpose. <clears throat> he's very exact and precise in what he's doing. You know, I. I am if you had to compare him to a receiver in the NFL, who would you say? Receiver because you don't who see you, guys show up and do that. Who would you compare him to in the NFL? I got a guy in mind, but I don't know if you agree. You know, uh, I don't know. You know, I hadn't thought about it too much. Who, who are you thinking about? I'm thinking Tyreek Hill, just the way he bursts and he stops on a dime and he makes a cut and he's right there. Because we watched him do those comeback drills, the way he stopped and came back to the ball. Yeah. But I'm not sure. He doesn't have the, the top-end speed, I don't think, that Hill has. But he is uh, very quick and, you know, jittery. Yeah, I'm not sure anybody on the planet has the top-end speed that Hill does. Yeah, that was pretty sick what that guy could do. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, he looked great. I didn't see a, lot of, a whole lot of Muhammad yesterday that I wanted to see. I watched Jalen Preston a lot. I thought he looked good, but he was on like the third team or something, playing with the third team guys. 
I, don't, I mean, I don't get it. The second team. He was on the second team, I guess. It was second team with him and Max. Yeah, Jalen made some catches with that second group because he was really their only wide receiver out there as far as sort of, you know, one of the first right. guys, right? And uh, Moose made some catches, but it was in some of the drills earlier on before they were in team. You know, I thought Moose actually looked pretty good. He competed very well for the ball. He had a, he had a couple of drops at one point, but um, he still looks like a guy that probably has the best hands out of anybody in the team. Yeah, they let him go. Uh, Chase Lane, he just seems like Chase Lane. You know, I think he's gonna be the odd man out, just talent wise. Uh, Price, I, I thought look, I thought Price had some decent catches. Uh, I didn't see much out of Thomas. Noah Thomas, I didn't see him do too much, but I heard Texas he talking about that. But every time he catches a football, you know he he's still down. he's still going through the thought process because every time he catches the football, he he falls. Right. Right. So he's. He's really focused on making the catch. Um, there's so many receivers. Who are we leaving now? I mean, there's some people we're forgetting to talk about, I'm sure. I'll say this. Chase Lane. Chase Lane. Jimbo loves that guy. Jimbo absolutely loves that guy. He will be on the field because he is Jimbo's guy. Even if he's the worst athlete out of all of them, it doesn't matter. Who was Because he's reliable. Now, Jimbo had four receivers out there with uh, Haynes. Who were the four? Do you remember? I know Thomas was one. No, I think Noah Thomas was on one end, and they had uh, yeah. Stewart on the other, and then they Yul- had Anias. Anias wasn't playing. Yulke Brown, Brown was out there, and that was Price. Not the other one? I, I thought you could see Yulke was a guy that, you know, he's got some athleticism and some of those traits, <coughs> you know, Anias Smith has, for example. Yeah. But – he just didn't look good yesterday. Like he, he, there was drops. There was like everything. Everything was just a little off. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, not having uh, a nice out there. Who else was a little with bit. it? Well, you really see the whole... have... Right. So, I still think that depth at wide receiver is going to be as strong as it's been since Jimbo's been here, and and a lot longer, right? And mm-hmm. you know, the playmaking ability is going to be there. You know. I like what Preston showed. He is physical. Him and I like, him and Price, I think, are similar. Obviously, Preston, an older guy, Price, a little bit younger, but similar in the fact that they're physical receivers and aren't afraid to do things in traffic, right? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Price is, or Preston, I mean, is a little bit quicker than Price. Price is just bigger. Price is a taller, bigger receiver. But, I mean, man, I've, I've liked Preston for years. I've been high on that kid for three years now, I think. And so he showed up let's, in the LSU game last year. So let's see if he can keep it going. Let's see. Yeah. Hopefully he stays healthy. Hopefully he gets in there and, and gets plenty of reps. Um, so, you know, a wide receiver, like I said, a, a ton of guys tailback and tailback. And you said it earlier and you could have called him a wide receiver yesterday. Oh, yeah. Is a monster and he's hmm. about to have a freaking amazing year he looks phenomenal my friend i was most impressed out of anybody on that field with devon a chain on offense period oh on offense yeah i think offensively yeah he uh when he trucked down he did a D, the metcalf on that uh interception that was pretty impressive watching him run that guy down but um yeah i mean He's running routes. I mean, he looks smooth coming out of the backfield, lining up as a receiver. His hands look soft. Um, 
And when he gets the ball, he he doesn't think. He just goes. He knows what to do. You know, it's not. Is, it's not like, uh, what now? You know, it's see you later. Boy, it is natural. It is smooth. It is fun to watch. And you get him on the open field. Dude, he, you, I don't. I think you missed this one. But they lined him up at the at a receiver spot, and he went just go route and mm-hmm. little hesitation, and he ran by the corner. And just he, so smooth. That guy had mm. no chance. And you're talking about a guy that's a defensive back and he didn't stand a chance. When they threw the ball, he caught it nice and easy over the sh- shoulder and just – he looked like he was jogging into the end zone and the other guy's like <laughs> falling behind, you know? Yeah. You could line him up out there and just do that to, with him all day long because nobody can keep up with that speed. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, what, it, do it till they fix it and then you hit on something else. But I'll tell you, I mean, all the running backs, uh, Daniels. I'll you tell you, Daniels looked pretty good. You did good. see the other one where he got wide open down the field on uh, on Cooper on that wheel route, right? No, I, I didn't see that one. That's what, yeah, I had to take the kids where, home. Well, no, that's when he underthrew him. Remember, he was wide open down the field, and he underthrew him down there on that end zone. Wait, is that when Cooper intercepted Cooper it? Up. Cooper intercepted the ball yeah, in the end right. zone? Oh, yeah, I remember that yeah. one. Yeah, I was in the – yeah, because oh, he had a step or two on Coop. I Me mean, had a couple steps on Coop. Oh, he, he he'd been open for ten yards if that ball had come out like a minute yeah. earlier. Yeah, but Coop made a good play. Um, he did, and we'll talk about Coop. But no, I mean, I thought I thought Daniels looked pretty good out of the backfield. Uh, L.J. Johnson and who was the other car? Uh, Crownover. Crownover. Crownover and Johnson are a lot of the you same running back. Two big guys. They're going to run over some people. That, that Daniels kid impressed me yeah, out of the backfield. I, I'm impressed. That, that running back room is not going to miss a beat. No. Yeah. Not at all. That running Spiller back room is, great. is not going to miss a beat. Don't get me wrong. Spiller is great. Got depth. Yeah. Talent everywhere. And who was that other kid? The young I'm, one? I, I, I'm with you, man. Impressed. And Moss. Yeah. Moss looks like a. He mm-hmm. looks like a. He may be a year away from getting a ton of, of reps here. But he looks the part. So another guy to sort of look forward to here in the next, you know, in the next couple of seasons, Le'Veon Moss. Oh yeah. Um, all right, let's let's wrap it up on offense with the offensive line. Look, I they had a number of guys that didn't participate. It looked like on on offensive line, it was hard to see exactly who was where because you know a lot of the guys had their numbers sort of covered up and tucked in but you know and and they were oftentimes on the far end of the field right but when they got into some of the team stuff you could see who sort of was in that first group Wyckoff was working with the first group at center and looked really good by the way but it seems like Foster's got something he's dealing with the reality is that the thing to look that I that I kept trying to focus in on is what's going on over there at the left guard I think Everybody knows Layden Robinson is is your guy at right guard with Fathery over there. Those guys have been working together for a, for a season now and look good doing it. You've got um, Trey Zoon at the at the left tackle spot who who looks like a monster. By the way, the guy's big. He's athletic. He's been he's looked excellent. The question is who's going to be paired up with him there at that left guard. And yesterday we got Aki, but then there's I know that Moko's in the mix, trainers in the mix. 
Is a guy like Wyckoff or Foster who doesn't end up at center in the mix? You know, one of those guys. But they've got bodies. Who's going to take the job? <clears throat> I mean, right now, I don't think it's a – honestly, I'm not too worried about it because we look like we have more depth at the offensive line than what we have in a while. And uh, all those guys look pretty good as long as they stayed healthy. I think one of the freshmen, even that freshman that was huge, that got – that walked off the field. Dewberry. God, that kid Dewberry. was huge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looked like an animal. And uh, yeah. who's 78? Is that Zune? Who, who's number 78? No, 78 is Crown Over's, the, the, the Crown Over brother, the big Crown Over. <laughs> he didn't look too bad either. I mean, body-wise, he looked good. He had long arms. And, and, uh, and he's got some good feet. He's athletic. He's athletic. Yeah. What year is he? He's got to work on technique because he's moving in. For, he, he used to be a tight end at one point. Well, he's a big kid. I think he has a good future if he keeps working. But, yeah, they um, – the other one, you remember the other one that was playing some left tackle with the long hair? That's another freshman, Hunter Irv. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I remember the numbers better than I do the names. <clears throat> big body, big body. I mean, size is not an issue. No, our offensive line, I think, will be a lot better this year. And our offensive line coach is very active, very up in their face, uh, getting after it yesterday. I like what Love I saw. It. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah. I thought... You know, they're still working on technique and different things. You can tell that there's some things that they're still, you know, trying to put together as far as some of the double teams and different things. It's only a week into practice. That's very normal. But, buddy, the physicality was impressive to me, right? The, mm-hmm. the way they were practicing and the physical nature of how they were getting after it. And they were going up against the, the first-team defensive line guys, right, in, in drills. And, boy, they were holding their own a lot of times. I was quite impressed with the offensive line. Uh, um, they're not where they need to be yet, but I think they look ultimately size, athleticism, the speed, whatever you want, that offensive group has it. The only thing you got to worry about is Jimbo's play call. Yeah. We got a lot of future pros out there on, uh, on offense right now. It's just a matter of Jimbo using his head and not getting in his own way. All right, so let's shift gears because I want to get to this defense, which I think, you know, you hear us talk and you think you, you sort of hear how impressed we were with this offense. But I think more than even that, we were impressed with this defense. Yeah. And, Corey, there's a guy that there's a guy you named right from the beginning and you said, wow, dude, what was your first impression? You talking about which one, McKinley Jackson, or are you talking about Richardson? Because both of those guys look good. <clears throat> there you go. Which one, Jackson or Richardson? Because oh. they both both of them look good, man. They both look better shape. McKinley Jackson, man, I think that guy's gonna be a monster this year. I think he's gonna be. I think he sees uh, the writing on the wall with all these new kids they brought in, and he's uh he's ready to you know be the big bear in that room. He's gonna take control, and then uh, Richardson and um. Johnson back in the safeties, those guys. I mean, I, I told you yesterday, like they look like we got two pro players just playing this year. Because I mean, just their bodies, their arms, their shoulders. You could just the way they carried themselves. Very impressed. And I think each one of them might have had a pick during those during the um, scrimmages. And uh, they they were very impressive, man. That uh, our secondary's got depth. Our D line has depth. 
The one spot I didn't see a lot of depth was linebacker, but we'll go more into that, I'm sure, because Cooper and uh, White, Cooper looked, especially Cooper, looked better than White yesterday, but a lot, a lot, of, a lot of looking good, man. Defense looks very good. I mean, we lost a lot last year, but trust me, we're not far behind if we are. So let's start with that secondary. I, I was, I'm with you. And and the one thing that I will say is that right, everybody is super, super excited about this recruiting class, the number one recruiting class in the country. You know, mm-hmm. all the big guys, the defensive line, yada, 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 even guys in the secondary, right? And don't get me wrong. Those guys look great. They're going to be part of this team. They're going to be contributors in time. But there is a difference. There is just, there just is. There's a difference in the body of one of those athletes that's been in that program for three years, four years, compared to those freshmen. Absolutely. Walter Nolan is sitting on the sideline, and you can see Walter Nolan's body, right? And he's a big guy, but he doesn't have that definition, the, mm-hmm. you know, just the – Dindy's another guy that was on the sideline with no pads, right? And he's a guy that's even well-defined to a certain extent. But he's not the same. You compare him to Damani Richardson, that's a safety. Damani's shoulders yeah. are bigger than one either one of those two guys. His oh, yeah. guns are bigger than any one of those two guys. And yeah. he's a safety. Right. But he's a senior. Right? And you can see it throughout the roster. Those guys that have been there for a couple of years, McKinley, right? Rakes, another guy that looked really good yesterday. You know, but you you see those guys that have been around and their bodies are just different from those guys Mm -hmm. that just showed up. And that is all over. That is all over the country. Right. Right. It just is. That secondary to me. Was as good as a secondary as I've seen. I was so impressed. Very athletic, very. They're taller than what they when I thought they were, man. They got a bunch of tall guys out there in the secondary. I'm talking like a bunch of Steve Atwater. Like that's what Johnson and uh, Richardson remind me of. Is like a Steve Atwater, a big safety, the ones that used to wear those big shoulder pads and and hit people. And these guys, Especially man, we got a bunch of linebackers, potential linebackers playing safety. Even what's his what's the kid's name number twenty that you were talking about? He's Yilbert. a big kid. Yilbert. Yeah, yeah, he's big too. I mean, you throw in. Uh, the Joneses and they're not they're not small they're not short guys you know they might be a little thinner but you know we got a lot of height out there so if you got jump balls coming up there's no reason we shouldn't be able to I mean a 6'3 to 6'5 receiver shouldn't have too much of an advantage on this secondary you talked about Damani I mean and I and I fully agree and Damani looks great out there he looks like he has now taken the reins as leadership on the defense you can see it you know Mm -hmm. the guy was out there all over the field However, the guy that impressed me the most is still Antonio Johnson. He's still our best player on defense. The guy's our best cover guy, and he's a safety nickel guy. He mm-hmm. he was stuck to receivers out there all day long. I mean, they couldn't get a foot, a foot of open air with that guy on. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he did it to all of them, man. I was incredibly impressed by Antonio Johnson and what he was doing from that nickel spot. And I expect him to have a monster, monster year to the point where he's going to be a first-round draft pick. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think Richardson also is going to be up there in the draft uh, somewhere. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I have to watch how the season plays out. But just looking at him on the field, his body, 
I think he's going to get drafted somewhere. Like I said, I mean, we're looking at future pros right there. But, man, our oh, secondary is something to be excited about. Group, and to round out the safety group, you know, I've been talking for a couple months, like who's going to be that third safety to take that spot that Leon left, right? Mm -hmm. Gilbert impressed me yesterday because he yeah. looks like he's been working his butt off throughout the offseason. Man, he looks a lot better than he did even in the spring. You know what I mean? Uh, body type and just knowledge of the playbook and how he was moving out there. He was covering folks, and he was doing a really, really good job. I think they found their guy. Right. No, I agree with you. I like, I like what I saw in the secondary a lot. I like it. You know, it's crazy. We're talking about experienced guys. We're not talking about a bunch of freshmen. and We're talking about experience. I mean, same thing with the D-line. I mean, what we saw with the D-line yesterday. Before McKinley we get to Jackson. the D-line, let, let me mention one other guy. Because on in the second – obviously, hey, look, and Jalen Jones. Jalen Jones was definitely a big part of what they did yesterday. Yeah. You know, he's he's not their best cover corner, but, boy, he's big, physical, and he does that part of the, the game. Chappelle was not on the field, who's probably going to be starting opposite him. But another guy, a young guy that did look really good and I was very, very impressed with yesterday was Bryce Anderson. And he first yeah. he stood out to me in the spring as far as the young guys as well. But, man, he, he locked that up yesterday, man. He was doing a good job. Right. So – so let's move up front because there's a there's the other side of this 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 equation, right? We always talk about the coverage, but at the end of the day, you still got to put pressure. First thing you notice is there is a lot of big bodies out there. Yeah, just a lot of them. I mean, there's a lot of big bodies, but I swear McKinley Jackson stood out just like you were talking about being in the third or so or third or fourth year in the system in your body. I mean, just I mean, yeah, he has a little gut on him, but he's tight man that guy is strong i mean you can see his arms his shoulders him and rakes rakes i thought looked pretty good too i mean that defensive tackle position it's gonna be a gonna be a bitch to run against those two up the middle I, look we've been talking about it all off season mckinley jackson's got to take a step forward this year he's got to it, it sort of really take the whole yeah. the reins of, of that defensive line and be a leader it looks like he has because even when he wasn't getting reps he yeah. was off to the side working on one thing or another or with one of the other guys or one of the young guys. Like you said, he looked impressive. Yeah, he's a, he's the leader of that D-line right now. I mean, yeah. even no, no Walter question. Nolan or not, he's a, he might not have the highest ceiling of all those guys because he's a little bit on the shorter side and stocky. But yeah. uh, motor was good yesterday and rakes. I think rakes' motor's good. I think uh, those two short, squatty – guys are going to cause some damage they're very similar body styles but it, mm -hmm. mckinley's got a little bit more umph to his <clears throat> right? yeah he looked quicker than i mean than he has in the past yeah. man that guy was quick yeah. getting around remember those, his uh, freshman year remember his freshman year when he came out and he he every once in a while he shows spurts of that quickness right yeah we're like who the hell is this guy we talked about this, him all year yesterday it was a little bit more consistent yeah so so those weren't the only guys, because Marcus, yeah. Marcus Burris, Marcus Burris looked good, 91 inside, looked real good. You know, uh, on the edges, there was a number of guys that, man, you want to talk about body types. Some young guys uh, look good out there. That Jamar Stewart? Four, who's that number four? Jamar Stewart. Oh, that guy, yeah. he's something special right there. That is a... Uh... 
he's uh that's scary how good I think that guy's gonna be. I mean, is he a defensive yeah. end or a tackle? Which one do they have him listed as? He's a defensive end, or they've they've been playing him at a defensive end at least. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I don't know how fast he is, but he's uh, but he was in the backfield a few times. Uh, on top of that, Lucas also as a freshman looked really good out there and had some some opportunities. Adelier, who's number ten? What's number ten? Is what's his name? Fidel Diggs. Yeah. Okay, he looked pretty good. Fidel Diggs out there a bunch too, and. Another guy, he's a little bit longer, a little bit leaner, but looks strong, right? Mm-hmm. My question with Fidel, does he, is he going to be able to turn some of that lean length <clears throat> into explosiveness off the ball and do get some pressure off the edge? But, man, running against this group is going to be impossible because there's so much size and strength in there with all those guys. Yeah, exactly, man. There's a lot of size, a lot of strength. and I mean, the freshmen, some of those guys look like they're ready to contribute, like, ASAP. That Stewart kid you're talking about, he was very impressive. I, we didn't get a chance to see Nolan. There, that number 15 that was injured also, he was on the sideline. He looked like a big kid. Um, a lot of the five stars, I don't think. Uh, well, really Turner, I don't think Shamar Turner was out on the field yesterday either, was he? Uh, 98? Five. 95? No, I don't remember seeing him. No, isn't it number five? No, I don't remember seeing him at all. I don't, I don't think I saw. Shamar I'm sure Turner we would have talked there. about. I'm sure we would have talked about him too. Yeah, I'm excited to see yeah, what he's done to his body over year two. That's a, that's another good one, man. No, I didn't see him. And that's the thing. Yeah, there was still bodies missing, right? There was yeah, still bodies missing. Wow, the depth is incredible. Mm. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, you could see it when they were doing practice too. I mean, they were getting after the quarterback, but you know they were holding up. If it was full pads, go time. They would have had quite a few sacks, I think. I mean, they, they rushed them in passes, and the passes, you know, like we said, they get some pressure, they're going to cause some bad passes, and all three of our quarterbacks doing the coverage, picks, picks, picks. And they were all, and like, in consecutive in order. Like, are in pick, there. Pick. They're in there. They're active. They're moving. They're hitting balls. They're hitting it. I mean, yeah. they're up in it. All right. I'll tell you this. You know, obviously they have to play within the scheme. They have to do those things to make sure that they stay disciplined and all that stuff. And 100%. They And they are going to take a little time to catch up to where things were from last year with that group, especially with Johnson, with Clemens, with Liao, and the pressure that they were able to bring on quarterbacks specifically. Mm-hmm. But this group is as talented as that group. And in time, will probably be more talented than that group if they can stay with it and work their butts off to get there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck running on the defense with those guys up front. Right. And to round it off, let's go to the linebackers because I think this one right here, he, he is the best linebacker we've had on this campus in a while. Cooper was phenomenal yesterday yeah cooper's very good very talented um he looked great i mean even in coverage when he dropped back he looked good i mean he just he's reading well he's he's fluid his body i mean he moves well i don't i know i know i know i've previously said something different this defense is going to be better this year 
I, I'm not sure about better. I think he'll be better because of the linebackers. I, I'm worried about the depth at linebacker because after Cooper and White, I think there's a substantial drop off. Um, yeah, Chris Chris Russell is looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Yeah, I mean it's a big drop good. off. He looks good I'll, in pads, buddy. I almost hope that some of those secondary guys we're talking about being bigger, if they, you know, <clears throat> they they pull White or Cooper out that. They almost put uh, extra defensive back in there to take their spot. Oh, and I would those other guys look a little lost. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be anything to move Antonio Johnson into basically a linebacker spot and bring another corner out there on you know out into the. You could almost put Richardson in one of those spots. That guy's so jacked up. You could put him up there. Or yeah, Damani, Damani, the same thing, right? And bring another. Because they still got bodies in the secondary, guys. We didn't even talk about Josh Moten. We didn't even talk about, yeah. you know, uh, Harmon and uh, all these other guys, right? I mean, there's still a ton, a ton of other bodies, and not to mention some of the young guys that, yeah. you know, smoke that we didn't hit on. You know, Bobby Taylor, who I think is going to be out for a little while, but eventually will be joining the group as well. You know, Miles Matthews, Jones, who was out limped there off. Miles is one of our, you know, he's been there for years, it seems like. Oh, George. George, who did he? And he looked pretty decent yesterday in practice. Yeah, there he you got go. a lot of you know, <clears throat> So I mean, you got a bunch so. of. I mean, you got a ton of talent. And yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think there's going to be a lot of drop off because the only thing I'm worried about is a D line getting pressure on the quarterback. But I'm not as worried about it after seeing these. After seeing Jackson, our pressure is going to come from the interior, and that quarterback's going to be moving all over the field. And we got enough speed at linebacker between uh, White and Cooper to get after him. If they don't. We got enough speed in the secondary. We got speed everywhere. It's the fastest A and M team I've seen yeah. in a long time. Athletic, yeah. most yeah. athletic team I've seen in a yeah. long time. I don't, I don't remember another athletic team like this where you and I have gone. Wow, every position, and we're talking tight ends. We're going wow. We're going wide receivers. Wow, running backs. I mean, I, I change off the charts. But then you got Daniels and Johnson and Cross. I mean, you got. It's just talent. I mean, and they're all different. It's not like the same player. It's not like you're replacing, you know, L.J. Johnson with something. He's different than Achen. He's going right. to give you something different. Every one of these guys is different. It's it's awesome. I've been doing And another thing, we didn't even talk practice. about the kickers. You remember that kicker kicking? He was kicking the ball 60 yards damn near. I mean, it was crazy. Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davis was nailing him. And right through yeah. the middle. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, that was like 10, 15 yards deep. Constantino, the punter, is going to be a Ray Guy guy, right? I mean, he, he was booming those things. Just incredible. The specialists are unbelievable, too. So it goes back it, to what we said the whole time. Jimbo, Jimbo, just don't screw it up. I mean, you're going to have big games against other teams. Talent-wise, I cannot imagine, unless you put Alabama and Georgia on the field with our guys, and if you right. do – they might be a one A, but we're right there beside them. I mean, if they're if they're running a four five, we're running a four six. Much, I mean, we're right on their ass. As much physical talent, natural talent as anybody in the country, and that includes Alabama and Georgia. Mm-hmm. There's no way anybody can tell me any different. <clears throat> I've been to a lot of A and M practices. I've seen those groups. There has never been this collection of talent on a field ever on this campus. Period. Yeah, and we got more guys that didn't suit up yesterday that have talent. That we didn't even talk about. I mean, you got That's 10 correct. players that, I mean, you said their names, but we didn't get to see them play and add that talent correct. to what you're already talking about. It's just the only position I see needs depth, and we already got some coming in is linebacker. 
Offensive line could always use some more, but uh, quarterback looks solid because we got three guys that can do something. I mean, that's a weak position right now, I think, is quarterback. Out of any position we have as quarterback is the weakest position we have on the field. And that says that says a lot. And, and, I mean, it's scary. And, and I don't even know that it's the talent at the quarterback position. It may it's be not the, the coach. talent. Right. It's and not here's, talent. here's another reason I'm, I'm going to tell you that I think that this defense is actually going to be better than last year. And, and this is something that I heard DJ Durkin say yesterday. One is he's done his different schemes. He's done three-man, four-man. One of the worries that I had when he was the hire was that he's played a lot of three-man, a ton of three-man. And, you know, one of the things he said yesterday was, you know what, we are going to, we are going to make our scheme fit our players defensively. Yeah, that's what he used to do. And this is what we have here. These are the guys we have here. We're extremely talented up front with defensive line and depth and bodies. We're gonna these guys are bought in and we're gonna make we're gonna adjust our scheme to them, not the other way around. And that's smart. I was I would that that's good coaching right there. That's exactly. good coaching. Yeah. It's great. And I like that. I like to hear that from him. It also sounds like he's going to simplify things a little bit and let them play a little bit more aggressive, which I also like. So I, I think this defense is going to be better. The other guy that I loved hearing from was Elijah Robinson, by the way. And Elijah Robinson is an incredible asset to this Texas A&M team and coaching staff. That dude is a strength of the program, man. You listen to him talk. You just you just feel like getting getting in there and going to play for him, you know. Not to mention he's so knowledgeable, very intelligent, knows what he's talking about. You can tell that he's got a great rapport with with the athletes. Unbelievable. I would hire Elijah Robinson as my defense coordinator, and in a couple of years as my head coach, I would do it. Um, I hear you. All right, Corey, let's go. Questions from the tailgate brought to you by Ross and Distributing, assisting Aggies with all their drilling needs. All right. After watching practice, who is someone that stood out that you were not expecting to stand out? Oh, I've said it over and over. That that tight end green, I thought he stood out to me. Just I wasn't expecting that kind of speed, athleticism coming from a tight end. His size, that's on the offensive side. And on the defensive side, I mean – the guys we mentioned stood out, like McKinley Jackson, really. I mean, we had talked about him, about, you know, he needs a big year, but watching him yesterday was uh, very impressive. Defensively, I mentioned him earlier. Gilbert, I didn't expect him to come out as like he did, and, man, he really, really impressed me. I think he really solidifies that safety group. And we've got another guy in Bryce Anderson right behind him that's going to take the spot of, of Antonio Johnson once Antonio decides to – turn it pro you know he's going to jump right in there i'm excited about those safeties man because they showed that they are probably the strongest position on the team unbelievable 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 and on the offensive side i've said it multiple times man wyckoff keeps impressing me wyckoff performs every day he's out there with that first group i don't know 
I don't know why he's not in contention for that for for a spot on that offensive line, <clears throat> uh, yeah. a starting spot on that offensive line. The guy has been solid, solid, solid every time he's practicing against one of the be- best defensive lines in the country from at A and M. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree with you. I agree with what you're saying. Uh, question number two: What is the biggest factor for this team to compete for SEC West Championship? Compete, not win. Compete. The same thing that we've been talking about: it's coaching and quarterback play will be the big. We got. We can't do turnovers, man. I'm, I'm worried about Haynes and turnovers. Uh, what we saw yesterday: all the quarterbacks threw interceptions, threw picks. Uh, Decision making needs to be better. Um, quarterback play needs to be better. That's the only thing I like about Max. I think he might be a little bit safer with the ball, but like you said, he's not going to take the chances downfield, which I'm not really sure we need to take the chances. I mean, in the past, we probably needed to. This team is so deep. Those athletes we have, I mean, a five-yard out is going to turn into 15, 20 yards like Jimbo said in the past, but we have a lot more talent now than what what I've seen in the past. This is uh, very impressive. Go ahead. What you got? I... I don't know, man. I, I do. Well, I do know. I do. I really believe you're 100 percent correct in the sense that it's all going to be about the offensive play call. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest determination. I do think we still need some explosive plays. This well, defense I think we is going to be yeah. ridiculously good, and A chain's going to be great, and the running game's going to be a lot better. I change an explosive man, play waiting to happen. The difference between competing for a championship and being nine and three is at least some explosive plays from that passing game, right? To get safeties back out of the box and allow the running game to do what it has to do. And they have the the receivers and the tight ends and the athletes to do it. All they got to do is go do it. So call the plays real quick. Another question: What after watching them practice and all the talent you saw, what do you think we're going to do this year, record-wise? Are we going over? Are we going over on the win total? Over eight and a half. We can't. We can't give up all our secrets today, Corey. Man, I guess I'll have we to come back up. next week. I guess so, man. I guess so. All right, Corey, gig them, buddy. All right, buddy. AP Corey signing out from the tailgate.